You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. Hey, happy Thursday. We had... uh, Eric, you are a fan of The Simpsons. I'm a fan of The Simpsons. You know, sometimes it's a very famous little clip that they do in The Simpsons. When something bad happens in the show... They always switch to the technical difficulties guy. He's like drunk behind the camera. Yeah, the Kent Brockman uh, yeah. cutaway. Yes. Yes. Well, that's technically what happened. That's probably going to be the cover of this week's episode. We had audio technical issues. Uh, we recorded the Northman. Uh, we will discuss a little bit about the Northman today. But you know what? For everybody that's listening, I'm sure you understand. You don't want to say the same thing twice. So we're going to talk a little bit about it. But today we're going to talk about predictions. Hollywood news getting ready for the summer because summer blockbusters are kicking off. So before we talk about Northman, I want to talk about summer blockbusters real quick because I've read this today and I could not believe it. Yesterday or the day before was Festival de Cannes. Have you heard about what happened at the Cannes Film Festival? This year? Yeah, this year. No. Tom Cruise shows up to premiere maverick top gun too mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he walks into a crowd with a standing ovation wow honoring him now i'm going to do something please go with me on this i'm going to spoil something because kansas already done it i couldn't believe they released it the crowd went nuts because in the first 30 minutes Iceman shows up in the movie oh so why are they clapping Tom Cruise? They they okay, so Tom Cruise was walking into the theater. Everybody's yay, Tom Cruise. Woo! I, I I guess. I don't know why. And then they're watching the movie, and Val Kilmer was in it, and they're just like, oh my god, it's Val Kilmer. Woo! Right? Mm-hmm. At the end of the movie, a 15-minute standing ovation calling it the greatest summer blockbuster film in recent years. Now, here's the thing. (laughs) Here's the thing, is that I've gone to theater. I've seen big shows. You know, I've I've gone to midnight premieres of movies. uh, I've gone to uh, open festivals of crowds, you know, performances. Never once, never once, have I been a part of a standing ovation that was maybe more than, I don't know, six minutes? I, I sure. think I, I I would think that the the time I went to go see Hamilton was a bit delayed just because uh, they were doing a uh, charity thing and Lin Manuel Miranda was was there, so like that standing, you know, we were kind of we weren't clapping though, we were just kind of standing for a <laughs> for a few minutes <laughs> while they while they talked. But to hear that at a film festival. People gave a 15-minute standing ovation. I, I, I want, I want to see tape on that, and I don't. I feel like it's like, are, are you counting that from like the moment people stood up to the moment people were leaving? I don't know. Um, I <laughs> exiting is, you know, but just like I can't. I would hate to be a part of that crowd. Like I, I feel like I would sneak out. After the first, you know, five minutes, I'm like, okay, I think we're done clapping here. I think he gets the idea. Also, that's the other part, too. Like, the ego to sit in that room while a crowd of however many, you know, a hundred, a couple hundred 
people right. just kind of stand there all looking at you, clapping at you for 15 minutes straight. Awkward enough for two minutes when they sing happy birthday to me. Right. Jeez. But. No, it's uh, interesting because, you know, like back in the life. day, like, you know, like, you know, like when we were kids and our parents were around our age, you know, and you would get up, maybe not for you, but traditional nuclear family, maybe not for me, but like, you know, you would get up, you would see mom and dad drinking their coffee at the kitchen table, reading the newspaper. You know, that's how they start their day. For me, because it's 2022, I get up, I do my routine, and I read the news app on my phone and drink my coffee. Mm -hmm. And I, that's what I was reading this morning. And I just couldn't – there were pictures of Tom Cruise and that weird smile. I couldn't get over the fact that people – said that this film is amazing. Eric, it has been on our schedule for months, and it has been, and I have highlighted it red because it's a sequel that I don't want to see. But, this is a, but at the same part, like, okay, I went, we went to go see Doctor Strange, and we went, you know, we're going to the theater. Right. Uh, and they're, they're pushing this movie, especially because if we go to, like, an IMAX or whatever big screen uh you know, a, a special theater experience type of thing. They put this trailer extended cut at the first, so they're right. really pushing for this. The action scenes do look amazing. I, I it, but is that going to be the story? Like, is that is that it? Because I feel like it's. I'm only going for the action. Any other part of the story, I'm not going to care about, especially if. If it's going to be like a young guy versus the old guy, it's going to be a young Miles Teller versus the old Maverick. Oh, Maverick still got it. It's like, what? Dude's like pushing 70. Like, it, take it <laughs> easy, man. You're telling me that the 70 year old is going to outdo the, the primed 28, 30 year old just got out of experience? I, I, I have a hard time believing it, but this is the, this is the boomer experience. They're gonna make right. movies about how the old person is just as as versatile and just as uh, you know young as ever and as the younger person too. This seems to be kind of I've seen a lot more of these movies, right? And not well, just uh, not just out of the entire uh, Clint Eastwood collection as of late. Well, Cannes released uh, a plot, and believe it or not, the only thing that was spoiled was the Val Kilmer thing, but. Uh, to tell you what's going on in this movie, uh, that I'm like, hmm, because you brought up what your predictions are. The basic unspoiler plot is it has been years since the first movie, and Maverick is just, just like a pilot dude. Like, like he has no interest in being general or nothing. He should be, but he doesn't want to be because of what happened in the first movie. So he gets a call from an old frenemy, Iceman, Right. Mm -hmm. And says, hey, I have a group of kids in the Top Gun program. I need you to teach them to be like you. That's the movie. Oh, geez. Uh, Val didn't obviously uh, contribute actual lines to this movie, right? Um, he has a talking scene, evidently. I don't know. Okay. Because I saw that documentary with Val Kimmer, and I'm like, how is this going to how is this going to work? But Val Kilmer's character is like in charge of the Navy. Okay, so I, I'll, I'll hold on until I see it. Now, one more thing about Top Gun so we can move on. Uh, I have a confession to make. 
Okay. Top Gun it's is not a confession. World... You could go ahead and say you don't like Top Gun. Nah, you know. <laughs> well, here, no, really here's the confession here. Here's the confession, Eric. Um, I know everything about Top Gun, Goose, Maverick, Iceman, all that stuff. I know the you know the death of the character, blah blah. I've never seen Top Gun. Oh, okay. I've never seen Top Gun. That's my confession. I'll tell you why. I love the music, right? Highway to the Danger Zone. That's a classic song, oh, yeah, right? Of course. Um, just like I've never seen Days of Thunder. Um, there's this, a certain type of movie that comes out that I just I'm like, yeah, no, I don't have an interest for it. Top uh, Top Gun. I had many opportunities to see the movie. I've never seen it. Having people pretend to be flying in a jet plane has no interest for me at all. None. Sure, sure. Would it um, help to say that this movie, they're not pretending anymore? They actually are flying in a plane? Mm, sure, yeah, especially with Tom Cruise and his stunt. I'm just saying, like, it just, this is those kind of movies never interest me at all. Like, Days of Thunder never interests me at all. I know those are two Tom Cruise movies, but it's just like, how can you make a NASCAR race interesting besides the accidents? I mean, like, you know what I mean? No, no, I, I, I know where you're coming from, especially because of the era of film that it was at in the, the late 80s, early 90s. It was a lot of underdog, a lot of triumph, a lot of overcoming movies. Uh, I mean, a lot of that. And so you, um, and it was easy to, to cash cow in, you know, because right. it would do it for adult audiences and for younger audiences, too. Uh, kids movies had a lot of like the, the Bad News Bears kind of uh, big green you know, little giants, like a lot of the, the underdog movies. And uh, just as you had said before, a lot of the older crowd had those uh, those movies too. It had a character that had a talent, a uh, a fault, or um, uh, something, uh, an edge that got in their way of a dream. And the rest of the movie was them either overcoming that challenge or embracing it to get what they what they want. And you could do that for, again, I'd say most blockbusters in probably all the 90s, uh, a lot of early 2000s too. But then, right, like late 90s, early 2000s is where they start to really, Hollywood that is, really start uh, pulling from source material, from like playwrights, from books, from short stories. Like, they're, they're, that's when, like, the out of ideas thing was really starting to come in because everything became so formulaic everything was um the same type of of movie where it's all right person comes in um no one thinks anything of them they do something fun they do something crazy people give give that person respect they go on to the big show oh not before they have their downfall a, a hero's journey in 90 minutes right well i'm going to see what's going on with top gun we are going to be reviewing that kind of we don't really release our schedule just in case of something like, well, this episode happens. But I mean, now that they're getting a 15 minute standing ovation, people at cans are saying this is the greatest blockbuster in recent years. Okay. All right. Well, you have my interest. Let's see what happens. Right. Let's, let's see if I'm going to give this one a large bag. I'm kind of curious. Speaking of large bags, like I said before the beginning of the episode, we were supposed to be reviewing The Northman. Mm -hmm. We'll talk a little bit about it here now, but we're not going to go over everything again. But I'll go right off the bat to say that we ended the show with our popcorns like we always do. And 
Eric, you gave it a medium, and believe it or not, everybody, I gave Northman a large. I thought it was done really well. Oh, yeah. Uh, the only reason I gave it the medium, and, I, and unfortunately I you know, have to repeat it, but it's mostly because I, I, I really enjoyed the movie, but I think my expect I let myself down on the expectation. I think I wanted a more pillaging, more rating, and we got more story. And, you know, actually... um. Going off of Top Gun to now, like that argument was that Hollywood is running out of ideas. That they are right. Everything's just sequels and comic books, right? Or like TV movies. Right. Would you consider Northman to be something original? It, it it's pulled from mythology or from lore, right? From Nordic lore about um, kind of an, an original Hamlet story that we we went over a little bit. Um, yeah. Right. Uh... And for anybody who wants to see the Northmen, it is Hamlet. It's Lion King to a certain degree, but it's about Amleth, and it's before Shakespeare and all that stuff. So it's it's the, so when you when you think of Hamlet, uh, Hamlet, where you think of Lion King, it's the same story. Young son witnesses his father getting murdered by uh, by the brother. Son goes off Poor to uncle. grow up to be a man, and then son discovers uncle's in charge, has to infiltrate. Get the uncle's trust to therefore kill the uncle, but then we have a family secret that the hero must overcome. Same thing, same exact movie. A lot, of, a lot of similarities. A uh, bit more blood in this one, right? So I would I would say the reason why that I disagree with you is because I think with the story of the Northman, that that story, that idea of that story has been told for what a millennium, right? It's so over, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, so you can never go wrong with it. It's just how they do something new with it. And they kind of did new stuff with it. Instead of it being lions or old medieval times, we're looking at, uh, you know, Vikings and how brutal their life is. It's, it's a very brutal film when you actually get to some of the deaths. Uh, very violent film. Uh, I enjoyed it. And we also figured out that it's not even an A24 film either. It's just directed by the guy who's been doing A24 films. Robert Eggers, yeah. I uh, Eggers, Eggers, whatever. Uh, but the other part is um, comparing to, like, originality. Is it just, maybe not story, but just the view of it? This is, this is not necessarily gritty, but just, like, the lighting of it. It's taken primarily in, like, the rolling hills of Iceland, right? It's just right. scenic the entire time, where I guess... People would often compare this to, like a. They're used to seeing it in like maybe like a sci-fi space opera, you know, or more right. of like an, a modern day, uh, contemporary building in the city, young go-getter, uh, type, you know, a, 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 yeah, young professional. Like you could have that. This movie could be done in many different scenes, but it chooses to to go, the old school way. This this traditional way and i think people are, are praising it and calling it original just because of how little of this environment we see in movies nowadays all right how well, oversaturated I... it is with with comic books and with uh bright colors and, and gimmicks you know what uh to bring up an old old quote uh martin's course says he said all oh, a few years ago that marvel films are not real cinema they're like theme parks mm -hmm. which in theory is not really a bad thing right theme parks are fun um uh, but i always kind of thought that that comment was pretentious 
I always thought that comment was just like, man, can't you see, though, that some of these Marvel movies are actually legitimately good films, though, Martin? Like, come on, bud, right? Sure. Uh, but after seeing Doctor Strange 2 with you, and like then I watch a movie like The Northman or whatever, it's like it makes me wonder, is Martin Scorsese actually correct? I mean, like, because Doctor Strange 2, we didn't give it a great review. We gave it a mediocre review. And is it is it becoming oversaturated? And it is becoming more of a theme park than real cinema. I don't think they've made a great Marvel film since, well, my opinion, uh, Winter Soldier. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you, especially because we praised Stranger with more of the visual part of it than the story part of it. The story is becoming a bit more convoluted, like there's a lot to take into consideration now. Uh, I saw online that there's a campaign to have one of the characters, either Rachel McAdams or uh, Stellan Skarsgård, return as their characters and do a hour special uh, on Disney Plus to explain what the multiverse is. It was a great um, kind of a, what's it, a, a pitch. I don't know if they're going to do it, but this is, it's, it's a lot to take in. And when you have something just kind of a one-off as a movie right now, is that more successful? You know, this this movie, The Northman, is not uh, doing bad by any means. It seems to be more mixed than positive. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's it's hard to compare this when it's like it's critically better than the movies that are making billion dollar bank. Right. Well, because they're not popular movies, right? I mean, that's the whole thing about popular films, right? Or pop music. I can tell you hundreds of people that I've met in my life that are like, what's your kind of favorite music as an example? And I'll be like, I can, you know what, man? Kind of like everything. I have no one genre that I love in music. And they'll be like, but you don't like pop, right? Because pop's horrible. And my argument, this kind of goes with movies, has always been well, pop music's not bad. Britney Spears isn't bad. NSYNC's not bad. What it is, it's bubblegum, poppy, fun, popcorn, makes you feel good, which there's nothing wrong with that once in a while. A movie like Northman's not going to make you feel good. I, I, no, that's actually a great way to put that. I, yeah, those pop music is easier to like because it's an easy catch, and a, a lot of people don't want to be sold that easy. It's like, oh, I don't like that stuff. It's like, it's a it's a good melody. Yeah, you know that you're toe-tapping just along with everybody else, so don't look like you're not. But you don't want to admit that you got easily sold onto it. Uh, and you could just, you know, yeah, I like Brutal Mars. Yeah, like, it's, it's a catchy beat. Am I going to go see a show? No. 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 Are you going to buy an album? No. No, if it's on the radio when I'm passing by something, do it, maybe I'll listen to the rest of the song. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah I'll, let's do it in the waiting room. But it's, it, yeah, it has a purpose, and it's and it's there. It's, it can be liked and appreciated by many people. The purpose of having something a bit more intricate and detailed is it is appreciated I think far more because the people who invested the thought the time into it get a bigger payout they are more right. fulfilled in in what they what they saw right the, I mean, the northman like we I, I oh, yeah. feel like it's more better spent watching this than maybe the uh how long is this movie two two, two hours it's, yeah so yeah th- this versus watching uh thor 2 i i guess in comparison i i I would get more out of this 
Oh, absolutely. There's a culture I, I mean, yeah. in here. Oh, know? yeah. There's actually thought. There's actual story. Somebody actually took the time to actually plan the shots. Uh, and there's a reason why Skarsgård looks the way he does. Uh, a, an actual real reason why he looks the way he does for his character. The reason why Chris Hemsworth looks the way he does is there's not a real reason. Just because he needs to take his shirt off and the girls will go, oh, my. I don't think, I don't think Skarsgård would care at all if women googly-eyed over him in this movie. You know what I mean? Especially those rating scenes in the beginning. Well, yeah, one is a bit more, I think, historically accurate than the other. Well, one has a history. Right. right. Uh, uh, at the same part, they're both Norse, They're both right? One's a, a Norse god. The other one is Norse folklore praising to the, North, to the Norse god, which is uh, kind of in a fun wheelhouse there, too, because uh, it's all in the same tree of life. I guess we can say that. Well, to kind of go off that with the music one more time, one is Sia... And one is the artist. What I mean by that is, I didn't know this. I'm not a Sia fan, but I kind of find it interesting when she got popular is that she wrote like all these songs that are like really bubblegum pop for like really, really big artists. But they didn't write it, those artists. They just sung the song, right? So those artists are Thor, right? Chris Hemsworth. They're there. They're pretty. They do what they need to do and they make everybody happy. But the real artist, Sia Skarsgård, is sitting back there. Looking just like them, but rocking it. That's a good way of putting that too. Yeah, I see what you mean. Kind of one, like one's putting in more of the of the the work. Not to discredit that. I feel like that's that's an insulting way of saying that because Hemsworth does put in the work, but maybe it's a it's a easier road for him to travel, albeit a, a longer road. It because there's franchise and he's doing this over multiple movies over and over again. Uh. The effort that Skarsgård puts into this role, you can tell, is a lot more of a toll taken than pretty eyes and a smile on Thor. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to get at. Like, I'm not trying to knock Chris Hemsworth. Again, he's like bubblegum pop. He's there for a reason. He does a good job, but he's not, you know... Well, he's playing a pretty Viking. Yeah. Skarsgård is playing a a berserker. He's playing a a Viking. (laughs) Yeah, jeez. <laughs> like, he's playing a Viking, double-wielding axes, like this craziness. Um, I want to come back to Northman in a second, but another thing in news that I want to talk to you about is it kind of brought me back to two years ago, and I wanted to ask your opinion about it. The fanboys. The blessing and the oh. curse of the fanboys. They're a blessing and a curse. They really are. Now, I would like to say that you and I are not fanboys. I don't think you and I have ever gone on the internet and wrote blogs about our displeasure about something. We we talk about it, but we're not, you know, like part of the masses. Sure. Um, I don't have a dog in the fight. I don't see what people are seeing. I think this is another sonic issue that happened two years ago when the Trailer came out and everybody lost their minds that it wasn't looking like Sonic and blah, 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 blah. Fine. This She-Hulk cake is becoming very interesting. <laughs> What's going on with this She-Hulk cake? I've seen the trailer four times now because I'm trying to figure out what the big deal is. And everybody's comparing her to Princess Fiona. Well, isn't that She-Hulk? She's a green lawyer. What's 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 the problem? I don't know. I, I don't even know why people would compare that when She-Hulk was obviously... Around decades before Fiona, decades. It it doesn't matter. Have you seen the trailer? Yes. 
do you see what these fanboys are complaining about that they're asking to redo the CG? I yeah, I, I they're going to complain about anything. But I mean, to me that looks like that looks like She-Hulk. <laughs> right? She-Hulk was never like this big brooding character in the comics like Hulk. Like she was always kind of like this tall kind of not skinny but like she wasn't like a big bulldozer like Hulk, right? She was always like the skinnier kind of smaller version, right? It was uh, well, yeah, cuz how the gamma radiation worked, I thought if I remember correctly, that Bruce did his gamma radiation exposure was accidental, whereas she, because she's a lawyer, uh, she got shot. Is that what happened? I think we'll we'll hear about it a little bit more. But and again, my my comic book knowledge is getting worse as I get older. But I think she gets shot, and like um, she's the cousin of Bruce Banner, right? And uh, I think in order to save her, like they do a they do a blood transfusion real quick. And so she doesn't get like the full blast of gamma radiation. She gets like a quarter second hand of, of like Bruce's radiation. Okay. So it's like if he is half Bruce, half Hulk, I want to say that she's like a third. I, you know, it's like, she's, sure. She's, she's more, um, uh, Walters, just what's her name? Jessica Walters, Jenna Walters, um, whatever the character's name is, Jennifer Walters. Mm. Uh, yeah, she she's more human than she is Hulk, but it's it's kind of like a a mutant thing. You know how like Beast in in X Men became is civilized, right? But he's also a mutant. He's he's there to represent uh, his. His uh, constituents, his 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 people, his the mutants. I think that she's the same way. Is that you're going to find this representation um, a bit more um, on her? Okay, I just I just don't see the hate. I mean, like I don't really think about. I don't understand She-Hulk. the hate. I went off on a rant there, but yeah, you did. I I just don't understand the hate. Um, I don't know anything about She-Hulk. I know that She-Hulk existed before these Marvel movies were even a thought. So I'm aware of her. I don't know anything about her character. I, only thing I knew. So she's a lawyer and she's a female hawk. That's all I knew. So uh, people are complaining of the CG. You know what, everybody? This is what my argument was. I actually talked about it with my wife the other night because I showed her the trailer. I was like, do you see what people are saying? She's like, no. This is what I see it as. It's not a movie, people. It's a TV show. TV shows are not made to have the same budget as a Hollywood movie. Let's move on. This, <laughs> like, this is Disney, man. I don't know. You, you've been watching Moon Knight. You see the budget that they have for these shows. I, but it's not a Hollywood blockbuster, though. I mean, like... Don't... You I, can't say that. The gone are the days of that. When you got when you got the Disney Plus on you, and when you have, uh, you know, Marvel on that, no, that's... You already know, that's billion-dollar budgets, man. Like, these movies are making... Be with a billion, you know? Yeah, I know. It's just... Or billion with a B. People are just a little bit too sensitive, I think, about it. I just, I, I can't believe it. You, you brought up Disney Plus, so this is something else that I just thought of that I think would be an interesting thing to, to, to share. It's, it's the new Shield, man. It's the new uh, corporate. It's the new everything. Well, I, I, you know what? To be honest with you, I never wanted Disney Plus. Um, when they first announced that this Disney Plus subscription service was coming out, I was like, "What is this?" Of course, my wife knew all about it more than me because she's a Disney fanatic and. She's like, every Disney movie ever, you know, and I'm just like, Ugh. but the reason why we got it was because 
Verizon, you get it for a year for free, right? So I'm just like, all right. I think I watch Disney Plus more than any other streaming service that I have. Yeah. Isn't, isn't that amazing? Because it has, it has everything that I need. It has Star Wars. It has Marvel. Simpsons. The Simpsons. Yeah. I, I tune, tune that on uh, turn that on time to time, actually. It's on Disney+. Plus. By the way, speaking of Simpsons, I uh, read this article recently, too. Do you remember, I guess it was a few years ago. I don't know if you did because I didn't know it. But I read an article recently that, uh, that the Simpsons are finally been updated by their aspect ratio. Oh, in in their display and like their yeah so oh and streaming and streaming yeah and streaming because something about how when Disney Plus first released it yeah, um, you yeah, had the black yeah. bars on the side uh, well yeah because it was it wasn't uh, sixteen nine right it was still four one or something yeah people complained about that it's like uh, that's how it was a, yeah that's how I yeah, watched it for <laughs> yeah, it's how it's, it came out in 1989 1988 for God's sakes like what do you expect but. Now, like, I, there was this article on, oh, whatever. It doesn't matter. But they were like, play to that, man. You can make, give me that ratio. Give me my old, uh, you know, uh, my old 13-inch Toshiba as well, too. <laughs> give me that TV. I want to I feel the burn in my eyes when I want to watch it. I just don't understand. Like, I don't understand why everybody gets so bent out of shape about something. Because that's how what it was. I mean, like, are, are, are people going to complain? Hey, hey, I just got done watching Wizard of Oz. And like the first ten minutes is like this brownish black and white. The whole movie needs to be color, and then they change it. Why? No, what? You know, like that doesn't make sense. Or being upset that the it's not a FB... Blu-ray quality is just... right. What? What? This is ET's a kids movie. We why is there why is FBI agents having guns? You got to remove those. You know, stuff like that. It's just like oh my god. But I didn't know this was a thing. That's why I brought it up. I didn't know this was the thing. Like. Like, yeah, the black bars on the side of the screen because it was shot in 4 by 3 It was done in 4 by 3 16 by 9 wasn't even a thing. Uh, the problem, and I really hope that we get more and more of this as maybe the older generation either starts to figure out technology or just goes away, to be honest, that there is a such a loud minority for, for all the dumbest things. But the greasy wheel, right? Or wait, the loudest wheel gets the grease. Mm-hmm. Well, that goes with Sonic, and that goes with uh, She-Hulk, right? To be honest, to kind of put that Sonic thing to uh, to bed, I mean, did he look Jesus, stupid in that? Wheel gets what the hell am I getting? I'm... Oh, my... Sorry, I just realized it was Squeaky Wheel gets the, gets the grease. Oh, really? We, we, we're still on that? I'm off today. I'm still thinking about <laughs> how he screwed up the, the Northman I uh, wasn't going to call you out on it and, on air, and you're going to do this on air. All right, fine. No, I'm, yeah, you see? I'm screwing up everything today, so... Might as well just, just dogpile it on. Just having an off day. Hey, I'm having we've an done off the, day, yeah. We've done this for a very, very long time. We've had hundreds of episodes. You know, we're not uh, we're not robots, Eric. And I think sometimes, and I could be wrong, but I think sometimes our audience just likes to hear us just talk. It's okay. It is the, the natural banter. It's okay because nobody can say that they do not have these conversations with their friends. I hope not, but... What? Well, anyway. 
Well, you know what? We are recording on a Thursday. We release on Thursdays. So when you hear this episode, we recorded in the morning the same day it's released. The reason why I'm talking about the days was because I am fishing here. Yesterday, Wednesday, the 18th, was my ninth wedding anniversary. Congratulations, Jordan. Congratulations, Thank you. Jordan. There we go. There we go. I had a bunch of people invited to come over last night. And at the last minute, friends and family all decided to go, yeah, it's raining. We're not coming. So my wife and I decided to eat the cake that she made for everybody, ourselves. We watched an episode of Master Chef and then Saturday Night Live. That was our anniversary. Sounds like a, like a lovely day. I watched Kids in the Hall. Nice. I have a question since I brought this anniversary. This is why I brought it up. Okay. Now, gender roles. Bear with me. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Hold, hold on, everybody. I know oh, I said I'm, I'm Hold on. Sitting down hold for on. this one. Hold on, everybody. Relax. It's not a political thing, but gender roles. Now, necessarily what I'm about to say is not necessarily a, um, traditionally a man and woman thing, male, female thing, but maybe this is just a Jordan thing. And that's why I kind of wanted to ask you this question. My question is do we really care about the anniversary? Or do we just care that we're sharing it with the person that we love? What I mean by that is this. Wife says to me the day before anniversary, all I want is a card. Now, we have this agreement where she's not going to pull that, that, that stereotype, Eric, where it's like, all I want is a card, but if you don't buy me the world, I'm going to be pissed at you kind of thing, you know? Okay. Like, she, she just wants a card. So I go and get her a card yesterday. And then my daughter's with me, my five-year-old, and she wanted to buy mommy roses. So we bought mommy roses too. And and I, I wrote a little love note in the card and I bought her roses. And and mommy came home and was extremely happy that she got a card from our daughter. She got a card from me. <laughs> she got roses. You know, I, I cooked dinner. And she said after dinner, I am so sorry. I said, well, uh, for what? I didn't get you anything. <laughs> <laughs> I said, oh, not even a card? She went, no. I was like, eh, that's all right. At that point in time, our friends and family are coming over to celebrate. Not a big deal. So the end of my rant is, is this just a Jordan thing? Is this a guy thing? Can you relate? Because this is only the ninth wedding anniversary. It's not a milestone like I, a 10. I think it's a generational thing, to be honest with you. Interesting. I'm curious what you think. So would you have be like me? That's my question. Would you be like me? It's your ninth wedding anniversary. And uh, Sarah says, thank you so much for giving me everything. I didn't give you anything. It, would it bother you? I, no. Like, it, the thing is with that, Right, is that like recognition is is what you want, but obligation is not fun. That's a good answer. Just kind of like a Jurassic World, you know. Right. It's uh yeah, because uh, obligation is not fun, and I'm gonna be obligated to see that to see that goddamn movie. And uh, <laughs> I want to uh, talk about Jurassic World. I don't want to see that, but if you know, but if it's if it's if it's surprisingly good, I'll give it its recognition. See how that works. So, is this you avoiding a personal story to segue back to a movie guy's question? I'm keeping in the movie the movie guy's <laughs> house here, but at the, at the Fine. same part, valid, valid. Uh, but like that's that's what I mean. That's the same part of 
it's you get to an age where you really you know like birthdays don't even matter anymore they kind of do so you wake up and say yeah. uh, all i really want is just maybe a happy birthday text at the, that that would i'd be great with that i'm fine with that just just a hey happy birthday you know uh someone someone pays for my lunch it's like oh man that's a good day right there Nah, I, I guess so. That would be a good day. That's, right. I'm, I'm a simple person, and that's what it is. Some people want the, they want the bounce house. They want the hall reserved. They want the long table, 12, 12 chairs, a bottle of wine, pop it out. Uh, I, I know those people that make a grand show of everything, and it just seems so it, – it hurts. I can't do that to put on that face and pretend like this is fun. It's it's not. It's just it's all pad pageantry, and I well, I don't like those birthdays. I will apologize to you and to the fans. So when the technical difficulties happened last night, you know we don't want to talk about it twice, right? So then I literally had pen and paper, and I wrote down like thirty different topics that I think we can talk about, and I narrowed it down. And uh, the reason why I brought up the personal anniversary story is because that was one that just happened recently that day and i was like oh that could be funny to hear um but eric you're right movies is where we need to be because this is movie guys podcast jurassic world 3 dominion is going to be awesome and you know what it is there's an anniversary i'm looking i'm not looking forward to yeah it'll be fine it'll be fine here's the thing jurassic world is 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 uh force awakens it wasn't great it was safe it was saying sorry for Lost World and sorry for Jurassic Park 3. I will give it that. It is crap. Training Raptors, nonsense. It's nonsense. I'm looking at all these movies coming out, and, I, you know, I, I should look at these more often. Like the schedule that I put together? Okay, you don't have Downton Abbey on there, do you? No, I'm not. No, we're not reviewing that. Yeah, you're not. What, yeah, you better I'm believe not. I'm watching Downton Abbey: A New Era. You may watch it. I'm not reviewing it. Come oh, on, we got... I, I, Jordan. I'm not just going to watch it. I'm going to experience it, buddy. We got we got Prey coming out in August exclusively on Hulu. That's going to be amazing. Uh, whatever. I want to next week. Oh, it's tomorrow, May twentieth. It comes out. Oh man, I'm going to get my Mr. Bates fix. All you right. are a sad man. Bob's Burgers movie coming out. Uh, I didn't know that was a thing. I uh, never really was a fan of the show, but uh, I know that a lot of people like that. So It's still going on, by the way. Good for them, man. I can't uh, believe it's still going on. Who's uh, who who's plays the voice of, of Bob in that one? John Benjamin? Is that the guy? Sure. He voices Archer. I know that. He's a fun guy. Look at all these other movies, man. Oh, See? See, this is what I look at, and this is how another I make our minions, skin. Another Minions movie? Jeez. Well, well this is, this is I, I think this is the rise of, of uh, Groot, or whatever his name is. Uh, uh, this is when he's a kid. Oh, the, the yeah. I know you're talking about. Because the, in the, the origin because, story. Well, because the Minion movie, I know this because I watched it this winter with my daughter for the first time. In the original Minion movie, we find out who Minions are why they exist, and what their purpose is. And at the end of the movie, that's when little baby bad guy Steve Carell, uh, as a baby, befriends the minions, and they follow him. Hmm. 
The minions, their purpose is they have to be told what to do by um, a villain. Yeah. That's their purpose. What a world to live in. I know. Hey, they seem like they're having a great time. Uh, man, that's a bunch of good Oh, nope. I'm getting excited for that one. I'm excited for that one. I really hope nope is going to be what I think the trailers are showing me, which is a UFO abduction thing. It seems to be going that way. Mm-hmm. It's a weird where the crawdads thing. We also got bodies, bodies, bodies. The next A twenty four film coming out. Excited for that one too. Well, A twenty four has another one coming out next week called Men. Yes, I saw the trailer for Men, and I'm like, oh, is that a movie theater movie? I don't know. It might be one of those quirky movies. I oh, speaking of, I I gave you Lamb to to check out. What is Lamb? Oh boy. Um, is, it, is it like pig? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's not. It's called I, lamb. I want to gi- give you that and, and just have you watch it. Uh, having since uh, seen um, The Northman, I figure, hey, we'll just keep on uh, this this whole Scandinavian kind of a thing. So this is, a, I believe, uh, like a Swedish or Icelandic movie. It stars uh, Numi uh, Rapace. Is that her name? Is Numi Numi Rapace? Yeah. Yeah. I'm look. I'm looking at it now. What is about a gives birth to a human slash sheep hybrid with a mostly human body and a lamb's head? What? Yeah. Yeah. It's it looks like a weird movie, man. <laughs> Did you see it? I didn't get a chance to yet. It's still on. It's it's one of those where, like, I, I've seen the trailer for it and I want to watch it, but just like your anniversary yesterday, you sit down and hey, what do you want to watch? Oh, you put on something. It, it you have to be in a mood for it, and I feel that mood is having someone else start the movie. <laughs> Oh my God! It's you. I know you know this too. Where you someone puts on a movie and you're not expecting it, and once it's on, it's just on. It's just you. You are committed to it, and not like one of those those passerby movies that are on TV. You know that you pass by and you're just like, oh, oh. By the way, I figured out another one is my cousin Vinny. Um, if you were to you know pass by it on the TV station, basic cable, and it's playing. So right, I'll right. probably leave it on. So, this seems to be like one of those movies. A lot of A twenty four films are where if it starts, it it all you need is just a little bit enough enough to grab you, and like a, a nice bit, a nice dialogue, a quick scene, a flash of something. These movies are good to reel you in with just that, and so. I don't want to see it because that reminds me of the Family Guy skit with Kermit and Miss Piggy having a baby. <laughs> that might be what, yeah, an hour and a half of that. Oh God, no, that, no, that, this, no, that's not cool. That's not cool. Kill me! I'm in so much pain. It, it's, no, I don't think it's going to be Alien Resurrection or whatever it's called. Alien Resurrection. Are you excited for Prey? I'm excited for Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. You're, I did. That wasn't my question. Uh, what? Let me get up more for Prey. Prey is the prequel to Predator. There's a prequel to this now. Jordan. It is. It is like it's like it's like early human civilization, and that's when the Predator first comes to Earth. And 
it's this like the trailer's really really cool actually this looks like this is going to bring new life into the predator franchise that's why we're reviewing that this is a predator film this isn't like a, this isn't like a prometheus or an alien covenant where we're saying it's one thing but it's really not like this is a predator film like authentic when does it come out uh it comes out on hulu only in august Hmm, this list I, I have here is only theaters, I think. It's on Hulu. That's, that's the other thing to take into account as well. I have a list of theaters, movies that are coming out, and this is nowhere going to mention any of the Netflix, HBO, Max, Hulu originals, uh, Disney Pluses, or whatever that are coming out, which is now a new endeavor that we have to account for. We have to look at the uh, movies are coming out it's it's coming out on hulu on august 5th and the plot is set in the kamish nation 300 years ago praise the story of a young woman nora a fierce and highly skilled warrior going toe-to-toe with the predator <laughs> there can only be one that's gonna it's, it's gonna be good it's gonna be good because you know what predator one is great predator two always gets hate but if you go back and watch it again, it's not bad. That's where he gets. That's where the predator gets all of his gadgets, all of his toys that we all know. Oh yeah. And well, after that, my dude, there's always going to be a demand for alien action movies. Right. So and then I mean, that hasn't been a good sequel since Predator Two. So uh, Predators was bad. The Predator was even worse. We reviewed the Predator. Oh my lord. So you know what? Having this be. Uh, Early human civilization with no guns, no big skyscrapers, and a hunter versus a hunter. I think that's okay. I think it's going to be good. Bodies, bodies, bodies. Like you said, I'm interested in seeing. It's gonna be. It's gonna be an interesting year. Uh, this is kind of funny. If you want to go back down memory lane, this is another segment that I had that I thought about. It is now May 19th, right? Uh, this time in May of last year, this is when we were reviewing Falcon and Winter Soldier. Wow. If you remember that. And then after that, we did Army of the Dead and Things Heard and Seen. That was our month of May last year. I do. I do remember those movies. Yeah, Army of the Dead was bad, dude. Uh, didn't you tell me during that review that there was supposed to be like some sort of a spinoff that came out? There was. Uh, Dieter has it as, had his own spinoff movie that came out. Is it actually like out? Is it good? It, it's out. We watched it, I th- and it's better than Army of the Dead. It's just him cracking saves. It's it's Brazilian job. Oh, it has no zombies at all. No, it's it's him going around finding the because his own story in that franchise, which is now part of the Snyder Snyderverse, whatever. Yeah, is that he's the the best uh, safe cracker, and he wants his whole thing is not robbing the bank it's it's cracking a safe yawn i why why I mean, why do this why yeah that's that's a well money no i know but why money what money people actually cared about the safe cracker and army of the dead when we reviewed it i said in that review that uh he was the best part of that movie <laughs> yeah best part he, he, he was it was really still was. he's crap here it is, it was, Ar- Army of Thieves. It's on a Netflix. That's stupid. I'm not ever going to watch that. 
and it gets so ridiculous too where <laughs> I guess he even stumbles upon like an underground safe cracking competition at one part of the movie. This is happening before Army of the Dead. Uh, this is yes, and like during as well, because Army of the of the Dead is where they've the outbreak has already happened, and they've confined all the people. Yeah, in Vegas. Yeah, right. So he's doing all the safe cracking, and yeah, in in the overarching world part, there's that going on. Okay, no, that's a stupid idea. Whoever greenlit that should be fired. <laughs> That's why that movie was horrible. It was, uh, it was not, not good. I'm not gonna uh, agree. I'm not gonna defend Army of the Dead. A lot of people like that movie, and sure, it was two and a half hours of just complete WTF moments here. And I'm not gonna act like Army of Thieves was better. It was shorter though. You actually saw it? It's on Netflix, and yeah, I don't remember finishing it no you wouldn't no you so, wouldn't. I, so i'm trying to remember like how it ends and I, i'm really i don't i it's like i only remembered like two scenes from the movie you, you know did that happen like it like hot tub time machine like I, yeah. I remember two scenes from that movie oh i don't i remember the whole movie i love that movie see like exactly there's a difference is that there are some movies where some people know it front to back and other people just say, I don't know. I, I think I saw that once. <laughs> no, I, the sequel is that's my answer to the sequel, yeah. but uh, the, like the first a, one I love, I could tell you maybe a scene from the, from the movie Mumsford, you know, it, it, Oh my God. Mum's the word. <laughs> All right. One more segment for today's <laughs> episode. And then we hope everybody enjoys it, but I got to talk about it. I thought maybe end it with the bang. Our prediction, thoughts, opinions of the Disney Plus Obi-Wan show. I am really excited for this one. I think this is going to turn the Star Wars universe around and make it better again. What do you think? Well, uh, I am uh, first and foremost a uh, Detroit Lions fan. So I know um, not to give them something too much hype before you see it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I'm gonna. I'm excited for it. Everything looks like good on paper. Like it's going to be really a good a good year. I'll wait until I until I see game one, till episode one, and I, I'll I'll give you I'll give you my full assessment there. I I want it to be good. I mean, I think it's. Am I talking about the show still? Who knows. I mean, no. I mean, like, I think it's gonna be better than Book of Boba Fett. I think Book of Boba, Bo I think Book of Boba Fett has been like the downfall right now, and I think they need something to bring some life into it. And I think having the actual big actors from the original prequel trilogy coming back uh, would be something to be more of a catcher. Like we got Ewan McGregor coming back, and Chris Christian Haydenson, Haydenson, right? Yeah. Why is he back as Vader? He's Vader. He does. Are, they must be going to be having shots or or scenes of him without his mask on. Because why would you cast him as Vader? Why? Because he would be. Right. But why would you cast him as Vader? You're not going to see his face. And you got to have some speaking roles, or he's going to be in transition before helmet, huh? Well, he already had helmet. Oh yeah, that's right. He does the big no. 
Right. So that's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm trying to figure out like I mean, cool. I mean, like I mean, I'm I'm, I'm sure Mr. Christensen is happy for a paycheck. He probably hasn't had one in 20 years, but I'm just asking. Why cast him as Vader unless there's reasons for it? Meaning there's going to be scenes with uh, Vader without his mask on because the Emperor is still alive in this. Remember, this is only like I'm, I am guesstimating because we've seen they, little Luke in this. That is 10 years after Revenge of the Sith. But if they use but, his likeness, then they cast him. Right. No, but he's casted like as a like as a part like you McGregor. But wasn't cast. Carrie Fisher casted in Rogue One as well? No. Pretty sure that. They put because they used her likeness onto it. That doesn't mean she was cast. Okay. Well, I I get what you're saying, but like, I'm seeing it as a paycheck. Like Four. they, when you say you're casted as, that means you have a bigger pay bump than we are using. When you when you're billed, then okay. I, I I see that as. Am I making sense or am I? Am I... No, it's fine. I. I... I get what you're saying. What I'm saying is that I don't think that's going to be the case. I don't think there's going to be a likeness. I mean, they, they said that Hayden Christensen is back. There's photos of him on set. Why? So I'm assuming there's going to be a lot of us to get to know Darth Vader. Because I'm assuming just from the age of the little boy, they don't say the age, but I'm assuming by the way he looks, little Luke, that this is probably 8, 10 years after Revenge of the Sith. So I'm kind of curious how Obi-Wan is going to age another 40 years uh, in the next 10 in between Obi-Wan and A New Hope, right? You think. I guess right? you, you, know what, you're, you actually have to be right then. I, I'm sorry, to, to, but I'm correcting myself. Carrie Fisher's not billed. So if Hayden Christensen is billed, then yeah, Jordan, he will have to more than likely not have his likeness used. He'll have to use his either his voice or body, right? Right, he's going to have to. So it just makes me wonder, because when I first heard that he was cast, and not to keep on repeating, it was like, well, but he's but he's Darth Vader. He has a mask on and a suit. You're not going to see his face. Why? And even if he talks, you have the James Earl Jones voice. So why? So there has to be a reason why. So Yeah, that's the same reason why people are hyping up uh, the new Ant-Man, because uh, Jonathan Majors is casted in that movie. Who? Uh, Jonathan Majors. Yeah, I know. Who? He's Kang. He's the the new big bad. Oh, uh, he was in Loki. He was the he was the, he was the guy at the end of Loki. Yes, he's he's now been casted in uh, Quantum Mania. Yeah, he is officially okay. on Bill. So that's 2023. So he must. Yeah, he's probably not going to be the big bad of that movie then. I don't think of that movie, but they're doing like these weird. Villainous. So I don't know what. I, I'm not looking into it either, so I don't want to spoil it too much. Okay. But, uh, but yeah, I don't know where they're gonna go with it. I would assume that they're in Quantumania, they're in, in the city, and that he's a genius that lives in the city. Uh, but but going back to to billing because right. that's what we were talking about. Bill Murray's billed in this movie too. Which one? Ant Man. Oh, I'm surprised you didn't get kicked off set after his big controversy. Go on. What do you mean, go on? His big controversy? Oh, he got he got kicked off of a movie set because he made inappropriate comments. And that's why we don't have Garfield 3, everybody. 
I'm not going to do it. I want to. I'm not going to do it. I know you do. I want to do it so bad. It's right there. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. No. Is there any other movies I, that you're excited for this year? No. I mean, I'm excited for everything that I've talked about. Uh, I don't think Jurassic World 3 is going to be bad. Um, I think it's going to be a nice bookend since we got all these characters back. Um, I'm excited to see what Bodies, Bodies, Bodies is going to be about. I'm really excited for Nope. Um, if uh, if uh, Jordan Peele, is that it, Jordan Peele? Mm-hmm. If uh, Jordan Peele can surpass uh, his sophomore effort, then uh, I think he's going to be a horror director to be watching out for. Uh, he made two great films. I think, I mean, both of those films I give a large bag to, Get Out and Us. So um, I think Nope is going to be in that same category. Um, I'm not excited for Top Gun, but now everybody's saying that it's great, so maybe I am. Um, yeah, and I'm really excited for Obi-Wan. We will be reviewing Moon Knight eventually this year. Uh, I haven't even watched a single episode yet. Still got to watch that. Yeah, <laughs> you can get on that. I hope you, hope you like it. Um, there's a lot of horrors coming out here. Yeah. Well, we're getting into this new renaissance, I can tell. Yeah, it, it really seems like this, because there's a lot uh, yeah. coming up for, for horror-wise. Halloween ends. Uh, they're redoing Salem's Lot. And Hocus Pocus is being released on Disney Plus in September. Oh, that's going to be good. Hocus Pocus 2 is not going to be good. I don't think anyone has expectations for it to be good. Well, they're doing it. Yes, they certainly are doing it. Uh, Remember, uh, remember the, uh, the new spinoff. No, not a spinoff. Remember sex in the city did a redo and it was not successful. I don't think Hocus Pocus 2 is going to be successful. You don't think, uh, oh, uh, and just like that, or... Uh... Yeah, and just like that, yeah, because after Mr. Big's demise, my wife kind of turned off the program. I never, I don't know who Mr. Big is. I don't care to know who Mr. Big is. I can figure why they call him Mr. Big, and if my thoughts are why they call him Mr. Big, then that's really stupid. No, no, so, no you're, you're right. It's because he's a huge asshole. I don't think that's what that... That's exactly... <laughs> I don't think at all that's what it means, uh, but because he's got some big cash, the, the entire sh- I, I've actually watched it, Jordan. Um, the the series and the and the movies. They he's yeah. I think it's big just because of his bankroll. <laughs> sure, if that's how you want to say it. I've never watched Next in the City, um, and it's not one of those stereotypes of "eh, that's a girl show." Now, I've watched episodes with Gina here and there. I uh, just never caught my interest. Actually, the one that I watched the most, believe it or not, was the spinoff on CW when uh, when it was following young Carrie in high school in the 80s. That's funny. I don't know what that one's called. That's, I didn't watch that one. But Gina watched that one, and, and uh, I liked that one more. It came out at the same time as 13 Reasons Why. Gina and I were kind of in this, like, high school phase a couple of years ago you know where all these shows about high school were coming out and she was a part of that it world so like going in waves a bit more and uh here's the other thing too is that we're doing elvis later on mm-hmm. and then also weird owls coming out so we're getting some yeah how are we gonna do weird biopics. how are we gonna do it i i don't know like it's on the roku channel the weird owl one yeah oh i guess we'll have to uh it's not coming out in theaters. I guess we'll have to go to the other theater then, Jordan. I guess we're going to have to because it's not being released in theaters. It's not being released in any other platform. The only way to watch it 
is on the Roku channel. All right, we'll have to uh, go borrow it from Roku then. I don't, I don't, I didn't know there was a Roku channel. You know, you know, you know. Good for Roku though. What, what a great. I guess one we'll the show on that. What a great marketing ploy right there. Hey, hey, hey. Roku is not as popular as, as Amazon Fire Stick. We knew that day one. But how are we going to get people to watch Harry Potter as Weird Al? They, it has to be on a Roku-only channel. So people are going to go out and spend that 20 30 bucks on a Roku to watch the movie and then never turn it on again. That's Yeah, I feel like this is they're kind of doing like a lampoon type of thing where they're, they're either late to this game, nobody knows who they are, and they're going all in on this one project. Right, which is kind of genius, though, because... Like, it's risk. It's of, risk. It, it worked for Apple, but Apple had Apple. enough had enough budget to where they were able to fund enough. I don't think they they worked with their movies. It works with their TV series. Ted Lasso no. is, is hugely popular. Yeah, because Finch. We reviewed Finch, and that's not good. Um, no, it just it just it just makes me wonder why they would do this. But it makes kind of sense because it's like. What what a, what a great idea for marketing. Hey, people are going to go out and either A, watch it at a buddy's house who has a Roku device, or just go out and get their own, which is $20 to $30. So it's going so it's going to cost people $30 to see a Weird Isle biopic. Yeah, that's, so, that's a lot. G- genius. I'm not going to go and get a Roku. My dad has a Roku, so I may watch that movie at my dad's house. <laughs> yeah, well, whoever again, they're. I feel like they're they're trying. Mm-hmm. They're trying real hard. Speed of trying real hard. Uh, we can end it on Clerks Three too. That's another. Allegedly. Hey. Allegedly, Clerks Three. I still want Moose Jaws. He'll never do it. <laughs> Jeepers Creepers Reborn too. Yeah, no, I, I I saw that man. That 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 franchise has had scandal after scandal because of that because of the director or the writer. I think it was the writer. The writer, right? Yeah, and it's like he now. I mean, he he can't make the movies in the United States, but <laughs> I I just I don't know. The first one was on TV recently, and then um, I watched a, a Watch Mojo like top ten dumbest decisions in movie history, and like Jeepers Creepers one was number one with with Justin Long, yeah. like going back, you know, going into the tunnel and it's like yeah you know yeah yeah like the dumbest move so like i used to love dreepers creepers when it came out you know i was a freshman in high school it was fun it was scary i I watch it nowadays and i and i still watch it because of nostalgia uh but the movie's really kind of dumb oh yeah oh yeah because justin long is an idiot yeah and no sympathy for those types of horror movies where they're walk into the thing cocky arrogant oh what's this or, it's yeah, or the asshole teenager who who's it is you know like they're traveling and they're with their friends and they feel it necessary to to bug the old the 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 townies right it's just I like mean, really like what kid no high school kid does that you know physically abuses somebody just for fun oh, i guess i mean sure they do but I mean, in a way like that is just kind of, it's like yeah. Nelson, you know, just, just poking a stick and laughing at somebody. It's like, nobody, nobody does that. Nobody. I would never do that. Yeah. I would never go down a country road and I'm surrounded by it 
and get almost ran over by a dilapidated, rusted truck and then make sure when I think I see that driver of the truck throwing a body down a hole to go and check it out. Nope. Nope. Yeah, no one ever calls authorities or informs nope. anybody. Yeah. So yeah, there's this is they uh, they did a Jeepers Creepers three like four years ago, exclusively on streaming, and it was kind of like, you know, righting the wrongs of the sequel. So I don't know what this one's going to be called since it's called Preborn. It'd be interesting to see. Not a fan. Not interested. That's why it's not on our schedule. Oh well, well, we'll talk about it. I'm sure later on. We will. But hey, everybody. This was a different of an episode. We probably do these like once a year, if that. But you had a morning with Jordan and Eric here. I had a good time just talking nonsense for a while. Sorry. Really, really are sorry that we didn't get a chance to give you guys our full attention and review of The Northman. Uh, but I say check it out. Eric says check it out, too. It really was uh, good. Like, I, I did enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. Sorry about our technical difficulties. But, you know, that's very rare. And I hope everybody who's listening listening can forgive us. But like always, we'll be back next week because next week I'm going to write down something in my notebook. What, what could it be? Mm, I have a notebook that I'm writing things in. Is it um, uh, your ideas for what movie is going to be next week? Maybe, but I got to go because I have to go and uh, paint the house white with blue shutters and then I got to build the porch wrapped around it. Oh, man, leaving me in suspense. What could it be? What could it be? What could it be? Mm-hmm. Like always, everybody, thank you so much for listening to us. Like always, check us out at movieguyspodcast.podby.com. You can download all our episodes on any podcast platform you have. We are on. Um, and also, thank you for listening. Eric, thank you so much for joining me. And we'll be back next week for another awesome episode. Have a good night. <laughs>